Gosh, I hate that you said that was a bad dad joke. Yeah, that was about my my the one the one I'm using is from the same website. So I don't oh, I didn't even that. I didn't even need a website. I I was gonna think of the old what time is it time for you to get a watch, but Paige was not impressed with that, and I just feel like it would be too easy. Yeah, your little burner accounts win you these drafts but i don't have any i don't i don't i page votes for it and then i have a buddy from down here that votes for it tell that that i I know tell page to quit voting with her heart (laughs) she should have known who was gonna go for this this is banging on the drum Welcome to episode 33 of Banging on the Drum. Um, I think this episode is going to be called Mike Whoop Some Ass and Take Some Names because just went out there and crushed it this weekend in the golf draft. But we got Riley and we got Mike today. So how you doing, Mike? The only father on the show. Doing good. Doing good. Had a, I had a good Father's Day. Really good Father's Day, so. All right, roll with it. Go to your overs and unders. Let's hear about this Father's Day. I assume that that came into play. All right, so I'll go with my under first. So I did the car song. I tweeted that out right before I left work today, right? Got pulled over because I must have been, like, weaving. I got too hot and fucking um, – <laughs> so they thought I was drunk. Probably not really my best move. It's probably not something you should do is what it is. Actually, that's not true. Uh, that didn't happen. But I did do the car sauna. My real under for the week is that there's a shitload of construction my entire way to work, and it probably adds 20 minutes to my commute. More time for that car sauna, though, dude. Yeah, today was a little brutal. It was a little brutal today on the car sauna on the way home. I, I didn't get on my Twitter. What what were you, what were you baking in? So uh, the initial like car said it was 107 when i got in i said woo, and then it was uh but it was like 95 today so probably between two and four in wisconsin it was like 95 right so then i just like rolled home for that probably about 40 to 45 minutes how many farts did you toss in the mix to steam it up a little bit don't know my head wasn't in the game today too hot in there wait (laughs) barely drive (laughs) so what what part were you kidding about? Did you really get pulled over or not? No, I didn't. I wanted it to be like that I like drove into the ditch or something, but I didn't think I could like go that far on the on the joke. Well, there's your there's your first dad joke of the of the show from a from a true actual dad right there. Yeah. Yeah. Just a shitty joke, right? Uh and so then uh my over I had a I had a really good Father's Day, so I started uh, my mom and my dad and I went and, and my sister were serving pancakes for like Wilton Fest, which is coming up in the, in a few weeks or in, uh, at the end of July. And so they're doing a fundraiser. So we just served pancakes that morning. So I got to spend the morning with my, with my old man and then my mom whose birthday is today. So happy birthday, mom. We appreciate you. I love you. And then hung out at my in-laws for a while, but 
nice little day buzz going on. Just kind of hung out. Kids were kids were super good yesterday. It's a nice little day. And then tonight, my son started t-ball. Did pretty well. My daughter was doing rag ball, so I was just running tonight. But it was a it was a good night tonight too. Living the dad life. I love it. Living the dad life. All right, Riley, let's roll down to you. I haven't heard from you yet. I'll start with my under. Well, I'll start with my father's day. Unfortunately, of course, my father lives in Wisconsin, but uh, we were going to spend it with Paige's family and her father. He got COVID, so we just sat by the pool all day. So that's what we did for our father's day weekend. My under, big under, yesterday we got pizza in our favorite pizza place. Uh, changed their crust and it's it's awful it tastes like cardboard almost the crust does and it just ruined it ruined my whole it ruined a lot because that's like the only good pizza place down here so we will be struggling to find a new pizza place not no more no more good pizza places i know might be the frozen pizza back to frozen pizzas uh my over exciting here i threw my first ever no hitter on mlb the show uh this morning i actually had the day off uh freddie peralta had uh 16 k's on mlb the show 19 so it's pretty electric damn you were wheeling and dealing that but hey you, you have to have a little caesars in your area right that's your jam anyways it it is it uh, whenever i get little caesars it's like a sunday nfl sunday like i can't it feels bad or it feels off if I get it when it's not on a Sunday, but maybe I'll have to. I was going to say I missed Slice of Chicago. That was my favorite back in, in Wisconsin. I'd kill for that. <laughs> I'm surprised that hasn't came up on the show, especially with Mark coming on. I feel like he's a big Slice of Chicago guy as well. I am too. That's my favorite local pizza chain ever. Now that I think of it, I haven't thought about it for a while though, but shout out to them. I'm going with uh pizza corral for sure. Over that pizza corral. <laughs> of course. What is pizza corral? Where is it's the best pizza place in the cross area? I'm just saying. I was going to say, I think in Holman's the only one I know of. There might be other yeah, one. Yeah. It's in Holman. We eat there all the time. though. No, size Chicago is better. Yep, slice of Chicago. Slice of Chicago is very good. Just as no, it's no pizza crew. All right. So Riley needs to get his old pizza place to change back their recipe and needs to quit playing so much MLB the show because he's getting too dang good. What maybe strikeouts? So you struck out five innings worth of batters. Yeah. That a boy. Wait, yeah. hold on. I, what level are you playing on? And don't tell me like, that's what I was uh, single A or something like that. Nope, nope. Hall of Fame. It's the se- or second highest. I've been okay. grinding for this. I've 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 been playing enough to where I should have one by now, is all I'm saying. And do you just play against the computer? Yeah, usually. I, like yeah, I'll play a few games a night just to kill time. Do you play exhibitions or do you like have a No, season? I'll have a franchise with the Brew Crew, of course. Um, yeah, that's like the only way. Otherwise, I'll play like FIFA online or 
Madden online, but I've been on the MLB groove. It's usually like whatever season it is. Like in the fall, I'll be playing Madden or winter will be 2K. Oh, yeah, that's how you have to roll. Yeah, I used to love MLB, the show online. It it was a little glitchy. I feel like a baseball game is one of the harder ones. I could imagine that it'd be better now, but... It's, It's still pretty glitchy. Okay, but I could deal with the glitchiness, but I could never play... I can't say never, but franchise mode in a baseball game was just too much. Usually it is. I just have had like enough time on my hands to at least like look into it. So it's been, it's been fun. (laughs) Gotcha. All right. So over is we're having audio issues right now. So we might be chopping a little bit. I see two mics right now. (laughs) It's pretty handsome. So I got a clip to unload. So I was listening. So my under listening back to the back roads episode that Mike and I did without Riley. I don't know if Riley comes in and uh, tones us down a little bit, but the amount of F-bombs that were dropped by even just me in that episode, I wasn't even paying attention to Mike. I was a little, little tipsy in that one, but man, it hurt my ears almost like listen to that. So I got a new idea. And I think we're going to have a fart jar on the show. If people catch you. So I don't mind. I don't think having the F word in your show is that bad, but it was drastic on the back roads episode. Like that one was a little like wild, but in my defense of that one is I got some of the best feedback we've ever got from that one. So go listen to it. It's pretty bad. R-rated for sure, but there was some funny stuff in that one that uh, people reached out and let me know about it. And yeah, and then the stuff that I'm doing right now also hurts my ears. Saying like too much, but anyways, the under is we need to improve a little bit more. I got more in my clip. Forgot my shoes in Tallahassee, so now I probably won't work out for two days, so that'll be my excuse. And then. I've just been eating like shit. So need to get back on trap. Then for my over, my wife and I had our anniversary of when we met. And I was kind of getting to the point where in Tallahassee was like, I don't know if I'm just like where to go. Like I'm not finding the good restaurants and stuff. We just kept going to this one place that was fairly nice, but it wasn't great. But we found just an absolutely amazing restaurant. It was a little expensive. And it was uh, like five course meal type place, but oh man, it was worth it. The bill, not, not awful, but definitely worth the food. I definitely ate at like a Ruth's Chris or something for a fancy dinner and then got my bill after I was done. And I was like, that was not worth the food to me, but this, this price matched up with the food. It was, it was good to go. And then adding to my over on that one is my wife treat, treated me like an actual dad on Father's Day because we treat our animals like kids. So I was just spoiled rotten. Like They took me out. We got to go bowling. I love bowling. Got to watch golf while bowling. And then got to come home and watch the rest of the golf tournament. This weekend was just great. So we went to a brewery, had live music. They had a ping pong table. 
bar, more bars should have ping pong tables. That's great. I love ping pong tables while drinking. And yeah, that's what I got. My over was a great weekend. My under was listening back to how many times we said the F word in an episode and then just forgetting shit back in Tallahassee that I can't reasonably drive two and a half hours to just go get. And I don't overly want to just spend money on a new pair of shoes just because I forgot my old pair of shoes, but I probably will just buy a new pair of shoes. So that kind of sucks. Can you buy a pair for uh, Tallahassee and then one for where you're at right now? That's brilliant. Yes. Yes. That's what I'm actually going to do. Then I don't have to worry about that anymore. There's a couple things with as much as I've been going back and forth. So I have a phone charger at both places because I always forget phone chargers. So mm-hmm. that I have contact stuff at both places because I always forget my contact stuff. But shoes that needs to that needs to be the next thing on the list. So good call. Just solved a great problem. So now I won't even feel bad going to buy a nice pair of shoes. But I'll probably go. go PX on base, which they usually do have some good deals and nice shoes. But my feet are pretty funny with age now. I don't know. I used to be like just whatever shoes I was wearing, I would go work out and I'd be cool with it. But now I get like back problems if I work out in the wrong shoes. So that kind of wow. sucks. Wait for it. I was going to say that sounds awful. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's roll into spicy meatballs. So Riley, you got one right off the bat. Yeah. Um. So with the Warriors, uh, winning the latest NBA finals. I think it was only right for me to start thinking about different dynasties. And the only one that comes to mind that can compare it to them is the nineties bulls one. And I think the warriors dynasty between what, 20, like 14 to 20 now, 20 or till now, excuse me, is better than the bulls one for Lots of reasons. The overall quality of play is better, I think, across the league. They didn't have as, like, harsh salary cap rules. And I think it's harder to, like, win an NBA Finals now than it was back then. And it could be different. It could be recency bias. But you guys are a little older. I don't know if you got to see the that team, the 90s Bulls, ever play. But I just wanted your take on that, too. Because it may not be spicy. It may be super dumb of me to say i don't know no i think that's what would make it spicy is like i don't know because in all honesty the only bulls championship i really fully remember is with some of my first nba memories and it was when they were taking on the jazz and i couldn't even tell you how long the series went but i definitely sure. think there's a huge recency bias to it maybe the Warriors were like a better team team, but I don't think so. Like, I think it was just if the Bulls were playing today, they would compete with the Warriors very closely because they had shooters too. Like, if you let Kerr jack up more, if if Jordan could let it rip from three more often, not that he would because he was kind of like an attacker, but they would have found the pieces to play in today's game. And I don't think I think it would be a good game and I think the Bulls would be a better team with the best player to ever play I just I feel like the Warriors just have Mike you're muted if you're trying to talk I think with what 
people miss about the Bulls dynasties is their defense was so much better than everybody else's. You have Rodman, who's a defensive specialist, probably more effective defensively than, say, like a Draymond Green. You have Michael Jordan, who has multiple defensive player of the years, and Scottie Pippen might be a better defender than him, but he's not always playing against the top elite guy. And I think if you put Scotty on Clay and you put Michael on Steph, the Warriors are fucked. That's kind of my personal. They don't have a guy that is going to score 35 on that Warriors team against the Bulls team. See, I think, I guess it also it depends on how it's ref. Because if it's ref how it is today, I think the Warriors team gets the edge because they're just less physical, therefore they'll get some calls that they probably wouldn't get that the 90s Bulls got, like from driving the lane and all that type of stuff. I, I don't know. I think that goes the opposite way. I think I think some of the calls that Jordan wouldn't get going to the wreck. And like I said, I'm kind of talking on my ass on this, but I think back in the 90s, it was more let them play a little bit. If the Bulls were a better team at getting to the rim, the fouls are going to you know, stack up in their favor. They're going to be at the line more now in these days. But I just think it's not a dumb argument, but it's just such a tough argument. Yeah. I think that Bulls dynasty, personally, I think the Bulls dynasty is probably better. Seeing that they got six titles. I, I just feel like, I mean, yes, there's competition back then, but I think it's just so much harder to do that now which obviously nobody's done it now, but I think the only thing that compares to it is the Warriors, and I think theirs was more impressive. Then that's all because it's recency, I guarantee you. I'm sure I'll watch a documentary the Bulls won't and think the other way after that. So Yeah, the last dance, <laughs> dance has definitely skewed my opinion in the favor of like the Michael Jordan way. When the Jordan-LeBron stuff comes up, I still think LeBron's probably the best player of all time, but that made Jordan seem a lot closer to me, if not better to me. And mm. I do think, I guess, when you think back on it, the Warriors teams with Durant, that might have been what took uh, the Warriors over the top to me. Yeah. Like if Durant never left, I think that's a better team than the Bulls, probably, because I just. Yeah. Even though that team did lose in the finals, but that finals was pretty wacky, and they're going against LeBron James. Draymond Green gets kicked out for a game, which it seemed like it was to even it back up. Yeah, I I don't know. It's a tough one, but yeah. I wouldn't take away from either dynasty. I think they both yeah. kind of changed the game in their own right. Both yeah. teams are built very similar. Similarly, sorry, that word doesn't want to come out right. They're built the same. Neither of them have like a true center and never really have. And I don't know if Steph is like a true point guard or not. I don't know if he brings the ball up every time, but they got two guys that are like really, really elite. And then another, you know, two more guys that are just players. So the perfect puzzle piece. Yeah. Maybe they don't go somewhere else and win a title on their own, but like just the absolute perfect puzzle piece to put in place with these two superstars in their bench is deep. Like 
so early on, the Warriors had Iguodala and the Bulls had Ron Harper. And people think, well, Ron Harper wasn't that good. Ron Harper was an all-star, like a perennial all-star, and he was their sixth man. But he's playing behind Jordan and Pippen. He's the guy who gives them breaks. Yeah. I I don't know. I So if I have to give this some jalapenos, if you're saying cut and dry, Bulls, or I mean, the Warriors beat the beat or the Warriors beat the Bulls like they stole something. I would say that's a 4.5 spicy meatball. It's up there. I'm giving it four jalapenos as well. Gives you some uh some spicy poops the next day. Like this fire poops, you don't want them. Perfect. All right, Mike, you got some spicy meatballs because I got a whole clip of them to roll. They'll I'm roll I won't get into them too deep, but I got I got a few ready to roll. Not very sports specific. Nope, I ain't got none. Go ahead. All right. Let's roll. Spicy meatballs slash dumb ideas. So, or genius ideas. I think I got to start calling them genius ideas. So, number one, we need Yelp reviews for public restrooms. Great idea. I know. I mean, I'm avoiding all public restrooms no matter what, though. Right? So, like, if I can help not pooping in a public restroom, I'm out of that place. Pissing in, and I can piss in whatever it looks like. Like, I'd, I mean, outside of the fact that it's flooded, I'm okay with going in there. Yeah. And I'm, a, I'm on board, but there's definitely situations where I get myself into where it's almost unavoidable that <laughs> I'm always going to be able to take a shit at my home. I want to be able to pull up an app and see where I can get a bathroom that's like a one. Like I can lock the door and no one can come in. So you want one whole horse? Yeah, preferably. Or nice restrooms. And I would be a great, you know, public restroom reviewer. So that's that's a skill of mine. That Could I- you so can you currently review public restrooms on Yelp? Or does somebody do they have to have a profile on Yelp? No, I think you could. I mean, I I bet you you could write it. That's maybe that's maybe what I'll start doing is give Yelp reviews just by how nice the restrooms are in places that I go to. So I love it. So there we go. I'll just transition. We don't need a whole new app for it. If I'm Yelp reviewing you, which I've never done in my life, but I might start doing now, my whole Yelp review is going to be about the cleanliness of your restroom and how nice it is how so i guess clean wow i can't say that word but how nice your public restroom is if you got dirty poopy pee floors you're getting a bad review even if your food's amazing (laughs) i think that that's fair that's more of an idea so i won't get uh jalapenos on that any card game that involves more than one deck is too much i don't need it i what how many card games do you need more than one deck? I know I, there could be a ton. I don't. I don't play many card games. Apparently, ninety percent of the card games they play in Brazil, you need like ten decks of cards. I don't know. You just hold your hands out, and that's how many cards you have. You have like five hundred cards in your hand. I can't do it. It just doesn't hold my attention. I don't like sorting my cards too much. But we were. I was learning some new. Uh, 
Brazilian card games. They do have one that's awesome. It's called Truku. And it's basically like Euchre with a bullshit aspect to it. And it's only three cards. But like the sequence of like the cards, like the seven of spades is really high in the in the sequence. Like these weird, weird trump cards, I guess. But other than that, it's very Euchre-ish. And then say if you get down to the last card and you need to take that trick, you can say Truku. And that just means I'm getting this one for sure. But if they don't believe you, they can call and you get like three points. Whatever. I won't explain the whole game, but it, it's basically euchre with bullshit incorporated in it. It's pretty fun. The spicy meatball is any card game that needs more than one deck of cards is too much. Okay. Um, so the two card games that I can think of that have multiple decks are Canasta and Pinochle. Both are good games. I enjoy both of them. I think they play Pinochle and call it something else. I don't know how to play Pinochle, though. Yeah, I'm not great at knowing like all the rules of Pinochle. I've played them a few times, played Canasta like once or twice, and I was fine playing both of them. I don't know what the deal with like six decks is in Canasta. It's only three, I think, but it's a lot of cards. Yeah, too much for me. I'm too dumb for those games. All right, so this next one, this one's going to blow some people in Wisconsin's minds. Bloody Maria's are way better than Bloody Mary's. And basically all Bloody Maria is is a Bloody Mary with tequila. So tequila instead of vodka? Pretty much, yeah. Uh, exactly, I guess. I, I've heard of Bloody Marys with gin before, okay. and they're still good. I still like Bloody Marys, but this I've been getting Bloody Marys with tequila recently, Bloody Marias, and they take the cake. That's definitely, if I have the option of Bloody Mary or Bloody Maria, I'm going Bloody Maria every single time. If I order a really? Bloody Maria at, say, like my local tavern, the Hitchin Post or the Hidden Inn, well, they know what I'm talking about. I think so. I think it's just because I knew what it was and I didn't even look to see if it was tequila or, I mean, maybe I looked to see if it was tequila, but like when I heard Bloody Maria, I was like, okay, well, this is going to be a more Mexican take on this. So it's probably going to be tequila. I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure if you said a Bloody Maria, that they would maybe look at you and be like, what? And you just like, I want tequila instead of vodka. And they'd be like, oh, that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that sounds fine. And then my last one, TikToks and Reels are the worst thing that's ever happened to the internet. I hate it so much. So since I've re-downloaded Facebook on my phone, I might actually delete Facebook off my phone. Facebook's like the worst thing to have on your phone. Because I always find myself mindlessly clicking on it and then scrolling through stuff. And now there's a section where they like have little clips and it always looks like it's going to be like a good clip and it just sucks. Like it's very personalized to the, I don't get, or maybe I just have an awful algorithm. I get a lot of golf ones in there and I'm always like, okay, this guy looks like he's just going to like happy Gilmore swing out of his ass and get a hole in one. And he just like swing and miss. And they're like, oh, shucks. And then I'm like, then what happens next? Nothing. Then it ends. I'm like, how is that a clip? If it's on Facebook, 
I've noticed that too. It's a little more like PG, but I know TikTok, they ha- there's some things that slide through the algorithm that definitely should not be allowed. So you'll get some funny ones on the actual TikTok app, but Facebook, yeah, it's it's tough. I just think even, so I know people love vines uh, or whatever, the old vine thing. But even that was so annoying to me that you needed to watch like 60 of them for one of them to be good. I guess I say that and we put out like a podcast that like people filter through and they're like, oh man, is anybody can do this shit nowadays. But anyways, these, I just don't think it's worth looking through that many clips to find one clip of six seconds that maybe is kind of good. Unless it's like cute am that I'm cool with. Like those ones are usually can't miss. That's all I got guys. That was my clip. I was unloading. I, I think you need to get actual TikTok instead of going through the Facebook reels. TikTok's way more personalized. I get more, I get probably, I get 50% success rate of ones I'll watch through, which still isn't high now that I'm thinking about it. That, I mean, like, if I wanna, really bad. like you didn't like that one, you're going to like the next one. Yeah, it's it's like a lot of just stupid humor in sports, so it's perfect. And it's not like the Facebook PG-rated stuff, I guess. Gotcha. I'm not getting TikTok. I think the only thing I'm getting is getting rid of the Facebook app on my phone. So I'll only have it when I go on the computer and to post something for this. I think, I think they're all fair. I think there's no, like, terrible plans in there that you got, got right? So all five, what, are, what were they again? Yelp for public restrooms, but I think I'm just going to use Yelp and rate the public restrooms. So that's an even better idea. So we got to add on there. Uh, card games with more than two decks stink. Bloody Maria's are better than Bloody Mary's. And TikToks and Reels are the worst thing that's happened to the internet. All right, I'm on board with all of those. You can get rid of Pinochle and Canasta and whatever other games they play with multiple decks. I'll just take a clean sweep of three or two and a half jalapenos down the board. Yep. I like it. Yeah, that works. All right. So we're going to get in sports here. So we referenced a little bit earlier. Uh, Warriors took home the title. Riley thinks it's the best dynasty that ever came. Uh, one thing we haven't really touched since we did it. I think we are all very much. We're just going to watch the Bucks. I watched it few of the finals games um i kind of thought the warriors were going to do it but then i guess when the celtics won then i was like oh maybe so it, it was a little there's a little bit there warriors prevail but anyways the challenge we did with kyle on the marriage episode where we all picked and we made up a point system that ended up sucking once the bucks got out kyle picked the warriors to go to the finals so riley did you as well it was either the warriors or the suns i think i picked the suns initially but the warriors the next time we picked teams me too mike shit the bet on the next the next round but anyways <laughs> i'm gonna take the l on that one because i definitely had the nuggets knocking out the warriors i think i was the only one and i had the nets beating the celtics so i both the finals teams i had out like immediately and they ran to the finals. I forgot the sun drop in Tallahassee. So next episode, I will be shotgunning a sun drop for that one. 
But with that being said, I'm sure everybody's heard other people talk about the finals and they do a way better job than us about that. So we are going to get into a little bit of the NBA draft, see where Johnny, where Riley thinks Johnny Davis is going to go, hopefully, and what we want the Bucks to do in the draft. Um, Riley, take take the reins from me. Yeah, I'll start with Johnny Davis. I've been kind of keeping up with the draft quite a quite a bit the last few months, I guess. Um, and a lot of he's been teetering in the late lottery, so between picks like six and twelve or thirteen ish, fourteen ish. But a lot of the teams that are interested in him specifically that I've been reading are the Pelicans, the Spurs, the Wizards, and the Kings, which I, I don't know the their picks right offhand, but those those are all there's a couple teams there like the Spurs. If he went there, I'm sure he would develop to be, you know, a great piece in the NBA. I don't know. It's too early to say. Um, like I said, look for him in kind of the late lottery. And I don't know if you guys saw anything different regarding him, but no, I was just gonna look at what the draft order is. So got Magic, yeah. Oklahoma City, Houston. Sacramento, Detroit, Indiana, Portland, New Orleans. So San Antonio looks like they're like not pick nine. So you're thinking nine would be the earliest we would see him come off the board? Yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah, nine to, yeah, late lottery, 14, 15. And anything can happen in the draft. Obviously, they can slip a little bit. But I think a lot of teams are high on his scoring performance on how he kind of put that Badgers team on his back. He showed that he could score at a high level consistently. Um, it's just kind of his size for what position he plays. I don't I don't know why they just don't put him as like a shooting guard instead of a small forward if it's yeah this thing I'm looking at has him a shooting guard going to the Wizards at 10. But yeah basically because he's a hard worker. I am far from a draft expert but I want to see what this thing has the Bucks taking because we do have a first round pick this year, but you sent something that says we don't have a. Yeah, we, so we have, I, I don't know. I didn't read the exacts on that. So we have our pick this year, our first round this year, but I think between like 2024 and yeah, let me let me read the prompt quickly. It says Milwaukee owes Houston their 2023 first rounder and a bunch of firsts to the New Orleans Pelicans thanks to the Drew Holiday trade. And their picks were a 2025 and 2027 first rounder, as well as a swap in the 2024 and 2026. And there's a lot of conditions to go with that too. But it, it sounds like after this year, our first round picks are kind of thin if we have any. So we're either going to trade back or trade to get another first rounder in the future, or maybe trade for a vet. I don't know. And it, and that's a late pick too. So I don't know if the Bucks see any value that late that can add to our team right now. Yeah, no, I think with the NBA draft and as far as the Bucks go, it's just going to be like a hope and a prayer. I mean, if you have Giannis, as long as we have Giannis, I don't even know how many years, like out to 2028, we traded all those picks for Drew Holiday. That already paid off for us. So it's not like you would take anything back from the picks. And I think if anything, the Bucks are going to be, you know, building 
from free agency, getting some more, hopefully some more shooters around Giannis and maybe some depth if Chris Middleton or any one of our big, big three or four go down in holiday, Middleton, Lopez, Giannis. I mean, if Giannis goes down, we're screwed. But yeah. ho- hopefully we can build a team that if if a holiday or Middleton go out, that we can sustain for a round. But that's tough to do in the NBA. Like if you look at any of the teams in the finals, like if Clay Thompson goes down, the the series swings to to the Celtics. If if Jalen Brown goes down, easily swings to and just take the second best player off any any of the teams that we've seen in the playoffs and they're screwed too. So yeah. you got to get a little bit lucky there. So my dumb thought with the draft is I want Pat Baldwin Jr. out of Milwaukee. And I think it's just because he played for UW-Milwaukee. That's who I think the Bucs should get. And he is the 34th best player on this thing that I'm looking at. His numbers at UW-Milwaukee are just not good. You think of a guy like Pat Baldwin that looked like he was going to be some lottery draft pick goes to Milwaukee that he's just going to be filling up buckets, grabbing rebounds, but he was scoring 12 points a game, shooting 26% from three, five rebounds, and one assist. But in the scouting report that I read about him is basically take his college numbers with a grain of salt because he got thrown into a situation. I don't know, Riley, are you fully familiar with it? That like his dad was the coach. They basically expected him to come in and just run the show like from an 18-year-old. And yeah, yeah. Too much out of him where he should have probably went to, I don't know, a good team and – that's what it seems to be like. I think, it, yeah, his dad got the coaching job, thought maybe his son could get a good, you know, grow there and be a better player, I guess. But I don't know the story, obviously. So that's that's my homer pick. So I want the I want the Bucks or whoever. Oh, yeah, no, I want the Bucks to go with Pat Baldwin. Like what right. position does he play? He's a forward. Okay. Six nine, not really a shooter. Smooth shooting stroke with an unblockable release point. Uh, maybe if we if we get get him and can work on his shot, sounds like he's unblockable in the mid range. He has a body and control to turn in midair to line up with the rim. I'm doing this all off the top of my head, so I'm not reading anything. <laughs> he, he shot the ball far better in high school than he did in college which provides some optimism that he'll be able to improve his percentages as he gets more open jump shots in the NBA. It's, it was, that's what I thought when I was watching. <laughs> yeah. So He's, I like him probably just because his name is, his nickname is PB and J and his first name is Patrick. Well, that kind of makes him a douche, but that's okay. Why <laughs> has he got the PJ the initials there? PBJ. All right. Riley, you got any more for the NBA? No, not really. Um, I think the Bucks, if they do pick a player, they'll kind of pick a wing or like kind of a versatile player that can defend, maybe shoot the ball a little bit. But 
it's such a late pick that it's so hard kind of predicting what they'll do. So, all right. I got a question for you. You might not know this. So I'm trying to, so what is this like? I assume it's foreign basketball, but like, I see a lot of prospects from this ignite. And then there's like mega basket. Those just foreign. Yeah. Look at, I think ignite. I think the ignites all those ones that are branded are like ones that were made in the U.S. for people not to go through college, maybe like alternate routes. I could be wrong. I think if they're a foreign player, they usually have their foreign team name on there. Could be wrong, but I that's my guess because every time I've seen a foreign player, it has the foreign team name and like what country yeah. it's in. Fine, because there's like ignite overtime. Yeah, yeah, those are all so overtime's a third or like a. It's like a brand. They do a lot of like mixtapes for high school basketball players. So I think it's just another alternate route, not to go to college for probably mostly Americans. Gotcha. That's what it looks like. Yeah, because the other guys are like from New Zealand, and it says it clearly that they're like a wing from New Zealand, but that's the other route that I think the Bucks should go with is just try to catch lightning in a bottle again with another foreign player that has a lot of upside, but I don't know who that is yet. Well, that is talking NBA with Riley. So from there, we will roll into putting her in the hole. It's not going to be put in so I just have a like a housekeeping thought. Whenever we talk about basketball, it has to be dribbling in our shorts with Riley. Okay. I like Here's that. <laughs> yep. That was dribbling in our shorts with Riley. All right. So this is putting her in the hole. It's usually putting her in the hole with Pat, but I feel like everybody had a little bit of an investment in this tournament. So we'll do some quick PGA US Open recap here. Which was a freaking electric tournament. I don't know how much you guys got to tune into it, but I sadly, with my work schedule, I was watching the shit out of it on Sunday. It falls prime time in my sleeping time. So I napped a little too hard and I missed it live and I had to go back and watch it. And it was funny because my wife and brother-in-law like weren't even interested in it. They were just playing card games with two decks watching it on the side and and they loved it like I woke up and I was like who won the card game and they didn't even give a shit to tell me who won the card game they just wanted to tell me how uh Fitzpatrick hit a shot out of the bonker it's cute they call them bonkers uh instead of bunkers (laughs) (laughs) and (laughs) and Will Zelatoris missed that but uh, that could have tied it. And I was like, damn, that's actually captivated you guys. So like two non-golf fans that were rooting for uh, Fred Biongi with me from Brazil, who screwed me over. Damn you, Fred Biongi. But we're just loving the end of that golf tournament. I don't know. It, it was pretty sweet because basically uh, Scheffler was in the mix too. Um, we did a pretty good job picking like all the guys that were going to be there. The only one I'm kind of disappointed that none of us touched on 
And Mark told me like right after the next day, he was like, I can't believe we didn't talk about Zalatoris the whole the whole time we were talking about golf, which Riley's shaking his head like he doesn't know who Zalatoris is. No idea. <laughs> which me is neither. What? I don't know. Dude showed up, I want to say like the 2019 US Open. And he looked like the caddy from uh, uh, Happy Gilmore when, nice. when he's, like, shaking him and shit, the little dork. Oh, and, I thought you were going to say the guy that's got the, uh, like, just the homeless dude that he no, gets on no. the side of the road. Nope, the young the young guy. and But basically, since he showed up in that tournament, he's – He's placed in like every major tournament that he's been in. I think like the about the worst he's done is like sixth place in a major event. He missed a putt to put it into overtime with Mike's boy, Fitzpatrick. Mike likes these guys with the name Patrick for some reason. Uh, <laughs> but he missed a putt by like an inch to go into OT with Fitzpatrick. But I don't know. Did you guys get to see much of that? I didn't. I I heard from a lot of people that don't care about golf said yeah. they watched it and was like impressed and really enjoyed it. So I'm kind of mad I missed that. Uh, I didn't watch any of the Saturday or Sunday of the tournament. I watched as it was on in the day room on Thursday and Friday. Yeah, you guys messed up. You should have spent your Father's Day in much better way. But anyways, our boy Tringali showed up to play this weekend. Woo. Uh, he took 14th place, takes $241,000 home, and finished plus two. I mean, he put on a show for us. He was representing the bagging on the drum. See, the problem is he finishes plus two in every tournament, whether everybody else finishes minus 23 or, you know, minus six. Yeah. Yeah, he has not showed up for us too often we're still working on picking a new golfer we'll see what we got when the open comes up so anyways with our competition mike just steamrolled everybody i won't go golfer by golfer but i'll just go our teams by our teams mark finished the the challenge plus 39 do you do you want to explain the rules quickly the scoring yeah that's the cut that that's a good call so one thing i forgot to clarify on the show before what did we do it on wednesday so wednesday before the the tournament started so if you pick a guy that misses the cut uh it's you just do plus 10 for both of his following days so if they miss the cut they're basically add 20 to what they're sitting at and mark kind of got the shaft because he had two guys that barely missed the cut uh basically that were the cut line on his team and he just had to eat a plus 20 which actually all of us ended up having to do uh except for mike so yes if you miss the cut you're just adding 10 strokes every for the next two days. So adding 20 strokes basically. But anyways, Mark finished at plus 39. Riley finished at plus 30. 
I finished at plus 28 and Mike finished at minus one. So the closest <laughs> to Mike was 29 strokes away. How'd you do it, Mike? Uh, I think, I think that my, um, I don't know what did Mark call it. Xenophobia is the reason that I got it. Right. So I went and I picked foreigners right away. And I think that helped me. I got probably the best three foreigners that I could. No, you didn't. There's a couple that came off the board. There's a couple that came off the board that I would have like, in like wanted to take like John Rahm. You weren't going to get him anyway. He's one of the top five players in the world. Yeah. And you picked Fitzpatrick and I we think I got good value for my foreign players and picking Fitzpatrick. Cause we said we were going to get the winner an extra minus five. So Fitzpatrick finished minus six. So you got him at minus 11 with how our scoring system went. So that is putting her in the hole with the crew right there. We all stuck her in the same hole, got things going. Now we are going to be going to cracking dingers with Pat, and we're going to go to Riley's favorite thing first, the new unis, so the new uniforms. What do you think? I, I was in love with these. I don't know. I can – I'm sure people have seen them by now, but if you haven't, they are – they have, like, these special edition uniforms they wear kind of, I don't know, a couple times a year. And there's new ones each year. And this year, it's like a baby blue jersey that has says Brew Crew on it. has a little, like, grill on it to symbolate, sim, symbolize tailgating. I just thought it was really cool. I thought it was probably the best one in baseball for anyone that pays attention. And, like, an actual, like, alternate jersey that you could actually wear. Because I feel like a lot of people with the alternate jerseys just make it really weird like on purpose, but these are really cool. And I, and I probably looked way too far into them than I should, but I love them. Yeah, no, I love those ones too. But if I'm going to stick away from being a homer, I definitely think they're up there with the best ones. But I, I guess the only other ones that I saw were like the Cubs ones. But I actually was tuning into a Cubs game that was like going on and seeing them on the field in them. And the Cubs ones are pretty sick too. I think whoever was in charge of the designs of these new jerseys that the teams are putting out did a pretty damn good job. Because mm-hmm. like even the Cubs, I was like, damn, those guys look slick in those jerseys. And I yeah. think, like you said, the Brewers ones are some of the best ones you're going to see for sure. Yes, sir. And hopefully they don't. I like how they do it so little. I hope they just retire them. Don't keep trying to remake similar ones but yeah yeah keep them keep them classic mm-hmm. then our other big brewers news this is a sad one for me because one of my favorite brewers of all time it's designated for assignment lorenzo kane is gone sad day for i think most brewers fans because most brewers fans love lorenzo kane but it seemed like something that needed to happen the guy that looked like took his place, ah, Jonathan Davis is coming up, so he's getting his shot. And he seems like a guy that's done all the bumps and bruises of the minor leagues. I see he's got some time with uh, Toronto and New York, but he's a 30-year-old. And, like, this 
I, I don't know if he's even going to get substantial playing time because Tyrone Taylor, but just a journeyman that gets to make it up. So if there's one thing that's good about Lorenzo Kane going down is uh, Davis is kind of a cool story. He'll be kind of a fun guy to root for if he does stick around. I don't know exactly what the plan is with him because we got a pretty stacked up outfield there with Renfro, Taylor, Yelich. If Yelich starts playing like he should, but Yelich isn't going anywhere with the way he's getting paid. A cool guy that can get in. And he he did get in and he got a couple hits. So that was cool to see right off the bat. So the Brewers did something pretty cool with the Lorenzo Kane thing. Um, so they waited until Saturday because sat uh then he had 10 years of service in, and that gave him a pension. Okay, see, I didn't even know that. Yeah, well deserved because. Yeah, dude was awesome. Just, I think he's a World Series champion with the uh, Royals as well. He most definitely is a World Series champion with with the Royals. Him, the other guy that's escaped my name, the Japanese outfielder that we had, Aoki. 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 Nor Nori Aoki. Yeah, and uh, Ned Yost. Because I remember when that team made it to the World Series, I was like, I'm pretty sure their top three guys were all former Brewers. The top three guys in that order were all all three Brewers. Did they have El- did they have LCD's Escobar as well? Yep. Yep. George. And and then Ned Yost as well. Other news, haters a father now. So people need to watch out that dad strength. I guess he's a first time father as of today, I want to say. So it um, might speak to what that does for you once you have a kid, how much better you are at stuff. Um so I would actually ex- expect him to struggle to begin with, to some extent. Like I would say he will not sleep as much as he used to, which isn't good. Right. So you need to find that time to sleep. If you're, if you're hanging out with your kid, you just sleep when your kid sleeps. That's an adjustment. That's tough to make. My first kid I did okay. Sleeping during the day when she slept. However, at night, if she would wake up, then I would be up for like four hours. She'd be up for like 30 minutes, get a bottle. And then I was up like the rest of the night, go back to bed at like 5 a.m. I think you're underestimating how much you can nap in the bullpen. That's fair. That's fair. I guess it depends. Like if you're, so my work has never like, I don't need sleep. So the work, the jobs that I've had for the, no, all my jobs that I've had for the, my whole life have just been show up jobs, right? If I show up, people are happy. The most important ability is availability. Haters job is not that, right? So you have to show up and be able to produce. I just had to be able to show up to work. So I think that's the difference between like myself and him. I could go on zero. Say I have a hundred percent gone to work with zero hours of sleep and everything turned out just fine. Right. I don't know if a professional athlete can do that. So he'll just have to have a different life than I did. He'll figure it out. I'm pretty sure with the money he makes, they can figure out a way to take good care of their kid, get rest, and show up to play. I would agree. But I think does but I do think that it will like he'll have different things on his mind than just baseball. Like previous to this, you have basically just baseball on your mind. You're only working on your pitches. You know, there's nothing else going on. Now, like he could have other thoughts. It's a real possibility. I thought you were gonna go the opposite way with that. Right, yeah. that he's going to get better. <laughs> he could get better. That's strength. 
I mean, how old is Hater? Let me. Uh, 25 is my guess. Yeah, but I think he's mid to upper 20s. Um, okay. What I was going to. So if he's still in his prime, if he's still in his prime, he's 28. And he'll be fine for the next three years and there'll be no issues. It'll be after that that he has to start out smarting hitters rather than overpowering hitters. But once he becomes a dad, outsmarting hitters will be easier. Hell yeah. Forgot where I was going with that. You were hoping that I was going to say that he was just going to be dominant because he's an old man now. Mm-hmm. Um, hate to backtrack. Does designated for assignment just mean release or waivers or something? Just a fancy way of saying that. So guys that are veterans – you can't designate them down to the minors without them clearing waivers. So he could clear waivers and then go to the minors, but more than likely that's not going to happen. So he's essentially cut. Yeah. Somebody who's like in their first four or five years, whatever it is, when you're still have options available to go back to the minors, they can designate them for assignment and then they don't go through waivers. But anyways, the brewers have been playing some better Ball stole one against the Nationals to end that series. So that kind of ended our losing streak. Then went to New York, went one and two. Looked a little bit better. Uh, started scoring some runs. I mean, they got shut out in the first game, but then after the first game, put up 10 runs. And then whatever, go one and two in New York. But if you're playing that Mets team and you take a game from them in New York, not a bad, not a bad deal with how good that Mets team is. And then just handled the Reds like they should. So so right now we are looking at them playing the Cardinals. Pretty big series tied with the Cardinals in the standings. And also, who knows if you're back to being good after playing the Reds. But the Reds seem like it was a get-right series. Renfro was crushing some dingers. Adamas was crushing some dingers. Renfro's home runs, though, are sweet. Like, I think he's creeping up on my favorite brewer list because he just hits the shit out of the ball, and then he looks at it for a second. But his homers get out quick, fast, and in a hurry. Yeah, I I know what home run you're talking about against the Reds. I, I heard it on the TV and popped up my head, and it was just long gone. He's, he's a fun player to watch. Burns looked like he got back on track a little bit uh tonight he's pitching again and i had to put down my game because my computer was starting to be choppy but he, let me see what we got he went through he pitched seven seven gave up no seven. run looks like two hits brewers are up two nothing on the cardinal so maybe we're back on track boys maybe we're back on track mccutcheon was swinging a hot bat so that was good to see like i said the pitching Maybe not so much the starters, but like the pitching staff as a whole in the last seven days have their ERA back down to like 3.29 or something like that. Hopefully the Brewers are back going. This series, I think we'll we'll say a little bit. It's still a long season, lots of games left. If they can leave this series with the Cardinals with the lead in the NL Central, I'll be back to being happy again. My finger will be off the panic. Oh, no, we might suck. We might be that Brewers team that won 15 games in a row at the beginning of the season and that <laughs> didn't even snip the playoffs. But 
I think we're still a playoff team. We'll see how it goes here. Anyone got anything to add with that? No, I think we covered most of it. All right. So, Mike, you got anything for driving fast and turning left with Mike? They did not have a race this week, so. Okay, that covers it. There was no tennis to be played either, so no grunting with Pat this week. So I think we will go to another draft where Mike probably has the upper hand. And this one is our Father's Day special draft. So, Mike, you can just say what you do on an everyday basis, and you might win this one. Um, we, we don't have a clear idea of where we're going to go. So I think we're going to draft four things. You have to touch at least one of these, but you can double up on one thing. So that'll kind of be our uh, thing. So we're going to pick four dad things, but you need one dad joke, one dad activity, and one dad show. And I know my list right now is very specific to my dad thing. So if I if I swing and miss completely, it is just because it's, I guess, my own experience. But with that being said, Mike, are you ready to lead off this draft? You get to lead off because you're the only father that we have. The dad activity, I think, has to go. I have to go with mowing lawn in white shoes. Probably new balances, blue, mostly white with like blue trim. Like that's the basic dad activity. I like it. So you're going activity right off the bat. And that is a classic right there. Everybody knows the the new balance, green stained shoes that your dad will probably wear out to eat later with you that day if, if you guys are going to the fish fry <laughs> later. I don't know if I have activity covered. My first one is so Riley, you're going last. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, my first one is going to be the joke that my dad is the best at. I don't think he's ever missed once in my entire life, but is when you say, Hey, dad, I'm kind of hungry. And he says, Hey, kind of hungry. I'm Tim or thirsty, hungry or thirsty. That, that, that's so good. That's a class. Yep. That's, that's a great one. That I think every dad does that. Myself included. I think my dad's the best at it, though. I don't think I've ever got away with saying I'm hungry or thirsty to my dad without him saying, hi, thirsty, I'm Tim. So I will double up. I guess I'm going to – I'll start with my activity. Manning the grill or grilling, head barbecue, whatever you want to use. Dads always take pride in their grills, I think. I think Mike can speak to that. But I know my dad does. And then my uh, coming around, I think I'm going to do uh, a dad show. And I think I'm going to go Pawn Stars. I think every dad watches Pawn Stars. I don't care what age the dad is. He's, he Pawn Stars has been on the TV for hours at a time. I would agree with that one. I, I will give that category of show, I feel like is high up there. That's a good, good pick. Pawn Stars is definitely in the mix. I don't know if my dad was quite a Pawn Pawn Stars guy, but I'll save his TV show for last. So activity, I don't know if this is activity or joke. I'll let you, if it is a joke, I'm going to let you guys, uh, that'll be my double up. Farting and then blaming it on like 
an either adamant object or like a dog, a cat, or a barking tree spider, but just next level at blaming their farts on on things that weren't them. Yeah, I, I'm I'd trying give, to think if that's a joke I'd, or I'd give it a joke. Because you don't do it the activity unless it's for a joke. <laughs> but one it's thing is I'm already really good at this. So I think I'm going to be a great dad. There you go. All right, Mike, back to you for two. All right. So I'm going to go with a show. And I think, uh, dad, the best, uh, the show that is on my, in my parents' house, every time I walk in is NCIS. Ever, like never. He's got it on. I walk in there. That's all he ever has on. It's ridiculous. I think that, and I think there's categories of, of dad. I, I think my dad has had NCIS kicks for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever watched a full episode of NCIS. I, I don't give it, I've never gave it a chance. So no, I haven't not, either. They're not terrible, but they're like a very like a baseline thing, like pretty predictable television. All right, Mike, you get another one. So uh, my dad joke is fairly specific to my dad and has 100% come right to me. And it's kind of, it's kind of a dual joke. So if my kids, or if I ever did say, Hey, my dad would say, Hey's for horses and cows eat it too, or Hey's in the hay mow. Right. Like, like you said, you never got away with saying I'm thirsty. Right. I don't think I've ever gotten away with saying, hey, like that was the only thing I said. And then he didn't say, hey, he's in the hay mile or hey's for horses. So, Yeah, I think that's a Wilton one. I definitely have heard <laughs> it, but it definitely wasn't in my dad's uh, lexicon of things. Yeah. Maybe he said it to me a couple times. All right. So for activity, for me, I'm going to go using the computer as if it is a deck of cards. <laughs> or, or, or like a very specific thing. So my dad started with uh, solitaire and then moved to what's the other card game you can play by yourself? Spider, right? Or not spider. It was like hearts. No, I can't remember, but there was like, literally you could like type in like, one you could put in one and it would give you like the certain layout and he would go through them every one and try to beat it so that sequence wow i can't remember the name of that card game if i said it it would jump out at you guys but not only that though it's like my dad would go on like kicks like that's the only thing the computer was was like a game so do you guys remember snood he was like a professional snood player like you had to like shoot a snood and it would like get into like a certain crevice. And if you got three snoods in a row, they would fall. But anyways, using the computer as a deck of cards for the most part. All right, Riley. All right. Um, what did I, let me see what I have left. I have my joke. I think for my joke that it kind of falls under an activity too, but it's used as a joke saying what's on your shirt looking down and getting the old finger to the nose uh i'm pretty sure pat either you or your dad did that to me maybe like 10 times in one day and it just 
to this day will haunt me. Like I will refuse to look down at my shirt if there's something on my shirt. So classic. You're, you're trained. You learn. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was definitely a dad thing. My dad would do that. Thing, yep. All right. And then I think I'm going to double up on TV shows. My TV show is going to be, there's a couple. I'm going to settle with American Pickers. I've, I've seen multiple dads watch it. I seem to watch it quite a bit. I love American Pickers. So, All right. You're growing up to be a dad. All right. Yeah. I think there's just, there's a, quite a few. So I don't have a show yet. So my show is going to be movies. If I had to pick a show, I don't know. So, Mike, you already used your show. I know you can. My dad was a big Duck Dynasty guy. He loved the shit out of Duck Dynasty. I'm not going to use Duck Dynasty, but he would talk to me about the characters on Duck Dynasty. Like, they were his friends. Like, I knew them. (laughs) He'd be like, oh, oh, Willie, he got trapped on top of the building looking for a duck call yesterday. I'm like, Dad, you know this show is, like, staged, right? I think it took him a long time to figure out that it was staged. I don't know if he still doesn't believe it. But anyways, I'm not going to use Duck Dynasty. That would probably be his favorite show. I'm going to use three in its mo- their movies. But if they're on, they're getting watched. And that is Rambo, Lethal Weapon, and The Terminator. <laughs> Can't not be watched Rambo. by my dad. Lethal-, Lethal Weapon, Rambo, and The Terminator. Yeah, I love that. Because... I feel like every dad has movies that he likes. And I feel like every time the Terminator's on my, that is one my dad would be like, this is before your time, but I feel like I've seen it. This is the fourth time I've seen it with you, but. Oh yeah, dude. Lethal. All those movies that I mentioned too have like six movies with them. And if any single one of those is on and my dad's flipping through the channels, he sits there and watches it like front to back. And it blows my mind. I do enjoy, and I enjoy all those movies, but I don't do it quite like that. I can't watch it with the TV commercials. He sure shit can. <laughs> and he, say if there's ones on TNT and ones on TVS, he can switch back and forth and like keep perfect track of it during the commercials. So he's, he's a pro. It's incredible. Uh, my final pick, Mr. Irrelevant. All right, so uh, mine might not fall into like any of the actual categories. I guess it's kind of an activity for him. Yeah, sure. That, but so my old man just has a saying that I want to say that I probably heard every day for 18 years of my life. If I was at home in the morning, I heard it. And so my old man would say, it's going to be a great day in West Central Wisconsin without fail every day for my whole life. I don't know that it falls into one of our categories, but that's my, it's like a dad thing is that they have something that they like say every day. That was his. I like that. Sounds like something that your sister could put on something from uh journey on boutique. Oh, that's fair. That is a good idea. <laughs> like make their own shirt. Yep. It's going to be a great day in West central Wisconsin guys. Maybe we'll have to start saying that at the beginning of the show. It's going to be a great day in West Central Wisconsin. I like it. All right. So I'm going to read them by person. So Mike goes activity, mowing the lawn, 
with white shoes, more than likely New Balance with blue trim. <laughs> Watching NCIS, saying haze for horses, and it's going to be a great day in West Central Wisconsin. Pat goes, hey, hungry, I'm Tim, or hey, thirsty, I'm Tim. Blaming farts on animals or barking tree spiders. Anyways, just being really good at blaming farts on other people than themselves. Using the computer as a deck of cards and then watching Rambo Lethal Weapon in Terminators. And then Riley goes manning the grill, which I think that's that's an MVP pick right there. I didn't even think of that one. Uh, for show, Pawn Stars, what's on your shirt, getting a finger to the nose, and then finishes up with American Pickers is the last show. I clearly won that draft. We'll see how it goes when it goes out on Twitter. But so I think you you killed that draft too, Pat. I thought that was a, yeah. yeah. Yours are, yours are pretty good. <laughs> no, I was proud of that one. Because I was like, I was pretty sure no matter where I went in the draft, I was going to get, I was going to do well. Uh, Riley, yep. I think you messed up by having two shows that are fairly similar. I would, I would put those shows in like the same category. Yeah, I I was struggling. I wanted to do an activity. I couldn't think of one. Um, I thought of one right now. I I guess we'll use that as honorable mention. Looking at the weather forecast or like standing on the front patio and looking at the clouds when there's weather coming. Uh that kind of pisses me off, makes me mad that I missed that now. But I think your fart joke killed it too. I think that won it for you. Oh, yeah, I'm all about the farts. So, Mike, you got any honorable mention? No, I do have something to say about the TV shows thing, though. I think they watch those in large part because they don't have to pay attention to it. Yeah, you can snooze. Yeah, they can. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so taking a nap, like a two o'clock nap. Like oh, damn. That's, a, that's one we all missed. Like just falling asleep in the recliner. That's a that's a key dad. That's a good one. I this one might be very specific to me, and it used to like just get on my nerves like no other. But like whenever I would like bring something home, my dad would say, "What'd you bring me?" Like <laughs> without fail, or or the dad tax when you get candy or any type of food, you have to give him a few like a handful of Skittles or M and M's. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's other good ones. Napping, that would have been an MVP pick. The yeah. weather one is good. Yeah, that's all I got. The what you eating thing, that would be number one on my board if it was like my sisters and I doing this. Like they they know what I'm talking about. Like, what'd you bring me? Like you bring home fast food. What'd you bring me? Like, oh, yeah. what'd you bring me? That was another big uh, run. Ron Heineck one too. What'd you bring? <laughs> oh, good old Ron. Good old Ron. All right. So we have two more things we're going to hit quick and then we will be out of your ears for today. We're going to kick this idea along. So we wanted to start doing a watch along and we wanted to find something that would be free for everybody and interesting to talk about. Riley, I know you did a little bit of research, so I think what we're going to do, we're going to try to do. 
I think this is going to be tougher than we think it's going to be, but we're going to try to start watching Walker, Texas Ranger. And then we're going to do a five, a five, <laughs> five minute breakdown or less two to five minute breakdown of Walker, Texas Ranger episode. So, so if where am I getting Walker, Texas Ranger from? I think Riley had it. It was like, yeah. Um, so there's an app called Pluto TV. Um, it's free to join or just get the free. It's it's a it's a thing where you can pay but to upgrade it, but just get the free version. And I believe you get the first three seasons for free. So I think that should be good enough for us. Yeah, yeah which at that time I think was like sixty episodes, right? They so they used yeah. to run twenty at a pop. We'll have plenty. And I think we're going to do one at a time. If we get a little squirrely, maybe we'll do two. It's more homework for us, which kind of sucks because we don't do good with our little homework that we have in general. <laughs> That's what you get when you got a podcast of three people who are working full time. Walker, Texas Ranger, watch along is going to be starting. And then now we're going to do Riley's geography fact of the day so now that's an our other new segment riley's going to give us a geography fact yeah i guess uh i got kind of put on the spot here i'm trying to find it oh yeah um fun fact reno nevada is more east than los angeles california or sorry more west okay i was gonna say than los angeles uh california i'm pulling up a google map right now just to check it out yeah, one of those that blow your mind, I guess. Um, oh yeah, for Texas Walker, Texas Ranger, do we want to do just start out with the first two episodes? Have I think we can do one, dude. Is it so is the it, po- to be fair, the pilot should be like kind of epic, right? So okay. it should be like explaining kind of the whole backstory of what he is. It should be something we should be able to talk about for at least five minutes. <laughs> Okay. No, uh, I guarantee it. And I I'm kind of excited. So I downloaded Pluto TV this weekend because I got it mixed up with Peacock when I was trying to watch uh, golf. And yeah, it doesn't it doesn't ask you for anything either. I think it asks you for your email and maybe sends you a confirmation email. But you know how usually when you sign up for stuff like that for free, like it'll be like, oh, we need your credit card number anyways just in case you do decide to purchase it or whatever, you don't need any of that. It was so smooth. Like, mm-hmm. and it's got like a bunch of old time shit. That, yeah. You, nice, honestly, like you, you can get it on your smart TVs too. I use that for college just to have something to watch. That will do it for episode 33 of banging on the drum. Thank you guys for listening. Appreciate the support. We're going to keep trying to get better here. If you're going to listen to us, then you should take your significant other's phone, download it on the phone, play it on silent. Playing it on silent would really be helpful. I understand, like, sometimes you get caught trying to do some shit like that and get yelled at a little bit. Just give it a try. What's the worst that could happen? Get divorced or something. There's nothing wrong with that. (laughs) Yeah, it happens. Yeah. Um, no, uh, we appreciate the listens, guys. Thank you very much. 
download it on your phone and somebody else's phone and your computer and tablet or three. So, yeah, again, as I always say, ditto to what they say, dog days of summer are coming. So if you guys have any suggestions as well from what you want to hear from us, let us know before football starts. I'm sure we'll be back on to our regular type of stuff. But yeah, if there's anything you want to hear, let us know. Yes, I like that, Riley. So yeah, we're 100% up for throwing shit at the wall and seeing if it sticks. That Yeah, that'll be fun. And then last thing I want to say, so late, but happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Happy Father's Day, Mike. I don't know if we thank you. necessarily said that. But yes, thank you. All you suckers that are hating on fathers on today or doubting the Packers, Bucks, Brewers. You can eat our shorts. Roll it. Yeah, Reno's further west than Los Angeles. You like that one? All it was good. Suckers that doubted the Packers came. Need my shorts. All them suckers that doubted the Packers came. Eat my shorts. Eat them. All them suckers that doubted the Packers came. Eat my shorts. Eat my shorts.